This podcast brought to you by Hope 103.2. I'm really excited this morning to introduce you to Sky Blue Henderson. Sky Blue, together with her brother Jake, competed in this year's season of The Amazing Race Australia. And though they didn't win, Sky Blue represented a large part of the Australian population that rarely features in prime time. Sky Blue was born without a left hand, but she has never let this define her. And so it's good to have her join us this morning. Hello, Sky Blue. Hello, thank you for having me. What a pleasure it is to have you on. Now, let's go back, rewind a little bit. Can you tell us what it was like growing up as a kid without one hand? Um, it was obviously a bit different to what other people would have experienced. I had a lot of people, you know, staring and just assuming that I couldn't do things based on how I look mm. um, and never really gave me the opportunity to even try. So it was difficult in that sense, but... Growing up with the parents that I did, um, they made it a lot easier because they made people ask me, like if they saw someone staring, they'd be like, like no, let your, let your child ask, which normalised it a little bit for me. But, yeah, it was just a lot different in terms of I was sort of in the spotlight without wanting to be at that point just based on how I looked. Were there ever any uh, moments where your physical difference stopped you from following any pursuits or careers growing up? Yeah, 100%. I actually almost um, was doing modelling full-time and I had so many people say, oh, unfortunately you don't really fit, you know, our specific ideal look um, and that was based on my arm. Um, the things have obviously changed now for that sense um, but I really, really wanted to be a paramedic and got into the paramedic college and the minute the head teacher saw that I only had one one arm I was I was kicked straight out of the college without even having a chance to even talk to the head teacher so that sucked yeah absolutely and I imagine that like it, it throws you a little bit to have that kind of treatment in a world where I mean this is only a few years ago I imagine sky blue where we're told we can do anything, we can achieve everything, and and for you not to want to go and help people in a job like that, that must seem pretty defeating. 100%. It was was extremely disheartening to the point, and this only happened last year, um, start of last year, yeah, and I wasn't even allowed to explain or have the opportunity to give it a try. I mean, if I had the opportunity to try it and failed, like, fair enough but I wasn't even given that opportunity Hmm. Um, just, yes, specifically on how I looked. They just figured, you know, I can't think of how I would do it with one hand, so there's no way she would be able to. Hmm. That's so sad to hear. But what is it that you do now? You know, paramedics, they don't want you? Fine. What are you doing now with your time? (laughs) Um, At the moment, um, so I moved up from Victoria. So originally I was running a school camp and I had done for 10 years, Um, whereas now I'm a a team leader um, at Bounce, which is – the big trampoline um, park. But for me, that's just going to be a stepping stone for where I want to be. My end goal is still to help as many people as I possibly can. And I would love to do that through, you know, either live coaching or seminars or motivational speaking or something around that realm. And I can see already why you'd be so good at doing that, Sky Blue. I mean, we mentioned you were a team leader, like a camp leader. You did that for 10 years, did you say? Yeah, so I was the program coordinator. So I actually foreseen, ran, um, coordinated, facilitated, like, the entire camp. So, 
Yeah, I did that for 10 years because I loved it. Yeah, that's so good. And I imagine you'd come across all kinds of kids who could really learn from you and your attitude to life and your and your experience too. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the amount of kids that, you know, have other people, you know, put doubt on them or, you know, if there's certain kids that had, you know, certain limitations, some teachers were like, oh, no, they can't do that because of this. I'm like, no, 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 they can do it. I'll just tweak it slightly. Mm. And they sort of look at me a bit shocked because, you know, they're like, oh, mm, well, I don't think they can do it. But the smiles that the kids get, that's why I love my job so much is because, you know, you're helping them overcome things or experience new things. And that was such a massive passion of mine and, and still is. This is Hope Breakfast with Sam. We are joined by Sky Blue Henderson, who uh, was one of the competitors on this year's season of Amazing Race Australia with her brother, uh, Jake. And you actually proved through that uh, that you were able to complete any challenge, even often better than your competitors. Can you share some of those with us and, and the, 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 the moments when, you know, having one hand didn't limit you at all? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, my physical difference didn't limit me whatsoever. Um, a lot of people sort of like, oh, I'm not so sure how she'll do that. I guess because I've grown up with it and I've, I grew up a very stubborn, independent person that no matter what, I will always figure out a way to do it. But I think things that shocked people on, on The Amazing Race was very much like the abseiling sort of hands-on tasks that's my forte I've done done that as a career for you know um, almost 11 years and that was that was my point where I was going to be like yep this is where I'm going to show people that I'm not here to muck around that I'm that I'm here to win and I did just that and the amount of looks and like shocked faces I got like she's actually doing that (laughs) is what I went out to achieve you know I went on the race for a certain specific reason and that was to prove to everyone that no matter your difference you're capable of absolutely anything you you put your mind to or set out to do and that's exactly why I did it and I had that mentality mentality pushing me every step of the way to never give up and it was for for everyone that I wanted to help whether they were sort of stuck in their own ways at home and they had other people doubting them or doubting themselves that maybe if they saw me do it, then it would give them the courage to be like, okay, well, she can do it, then I can do it. And since the season aired, have you had a lot of those messages? Yeah, I mean, it's that's been my absolute favourite part of it is the amount of people that have reached out specifically saying that, Either A, I've sort of changed their mindset about it, saying that, you know, we thought you wouldn't be able to do it um, and it's changed their mindset or the amount of extremely beautiful messages I've got saying, you know, you know, I aspire to be like you or you're such an inspiration. But the ones that really get me are, you know, the people that are just like, you know, you've changed my life and now that I know that, you know, you can do it and I see your courage, then that's given me the courage to do it as well. Mm. So it's amazing. What uh, led you to apply for the show? And was there ever, ever a point where you questioned whether you might be accepted on the show because of your hand? Um, no, I actually thought my hand would have given me more of a chance to go on um, just because there's a lot of people out there that listen to the doubters and the people that point out their difference that they don't put themselves in the centre of attention, whereas I've gone as you know, growing up as a very confident person that 
I've always wanted to be like, well, no, if you don't think I can do it, I'm going to show you that I can in an educational purpose. Um, so I thought, you know, if I approached it in that way, then I would have more of a chance to, to get on the show. When children point out differences, and I know that you mentioned this uh, earlier in the chat about kids don't really have a filter, you know, um, <laughs> they, they don't do it quietly, they don't do it sensitively, but, uh, you know, they're learning. And I think in some ways we're all learning, but we have more of a sense of how to address stuff when we grow up. Is there anything that you wish people would understand in the terms of the emotional or physical impact of disability? I guess at the end of the day, like everyone's got feelings, but you also have to remember that, yeah, like people are learning and like little kids, 100%, they do not have a filter whatsoever. <laughs> the amount of times that I've had people like, what's wrong with your hands? Or that's gross or something like that. Like if I were to hold on to those words, then I'd probably be in the corner crying every night. Yeah. Whereas I just sort of look at it as like, oh, I was, I was born this way. It's my opportunity to educate them on something that they've never, never seen or experienced in their entire life. Yeah, they don't know how to approach it, um, but that's my chance to educate them on the fact that there are people out there that are different. And, you know, I remember there was this one kid, um, this was a few years ago, and I was I was harnessing him up for the flying fox and he just kept backing away from me because he didn't, he was just like, no, 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 that's disgusting, that's disgusting. And I was like, do you want to go on the flying fox? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, well, let me harness you up. So he did. And then when I had him sort of um, away from all the, all of the other children, um, I was just him and his teacher going down. And I said, do you, do you know what, it, what it's like getting called disgusting? And he's like, no, 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 no. And I'm just like, well, you've got, you've got red hair. I've got brown hair. Do you think if I called your hair disgusting, that would, that would be very nice? And he's like, no. I'm like, do you think it would hurt your feelings? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, so do you think calling people that look a little bit different is the right thing, right thing to do? And I just had that opportunity to, to teach him in a different sort of way and not in front of anyone else as well. And yeah, it just, he ended up thanking me at the end of that. And the, and the teacher was like, you know, thank you. He's never, he's never experienced anything um, or seen anyone like you before. So yeah, no, no matter what you get given or the approach that people take, you've got to take with a grain of salt and not take it too, too personally, because I mean, there's people, you know, potentially my age that have, have never seen someone like me or don't even know about it. So you've got to like have that in the back of your mind saying, you know what, like, yeah, those words weren't too nice, but you know, there could be a reason behind that. So you've just got to take it with the personal approach and just the opportunity to teach. Yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of it comes down to your attitude, Sky Blue, like even on the show, I know that many people listening wouldn't have seen you on the show, but you you were always positive. You never complained about doing a task. And I think that that spoke volumes about who you are even more than your physical difference in some ways. And I think that was really great to see. And see it on primetime is such a good thing. Are you going to be uh, competing on any other TV shows soon? Maybe Australian Survivor? Come on, Sky. I would absolutely love to. <laughs> I think, you know, we'll give maybe one year one year off um, just because I've just broke my ankle. <laughs> oh, no. What what have you done? Oh, uh, 
me and trampolines just aren't a good fit. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm taking it as the opportunity to reply to everyone. So that's the way I've told myself maybe it happened. So I had the the time to to reach out to people. (laughs) That's good. That's good. Yes, recover Um, first. But, yes, other shows are definitely on my radar. I would love to do that. I want to ask you about uh, the fact that the so the Olympics are starting later this week, and obviously the the Paralympics follows. You know, when when you as you were growing up, and people would look at you with a physical difference. Did did anyone ever say you should be a Paralympian? Um, once or twice. Um, I actually had the incredible opportunity to go to the Paralympics when I was younger. Um, when it was held in Sydney, I, I don't know if that was maybe two thousand. Yeah, and that was incredible, but. I mean, all I ever, I mean, I was a very, very sporty kid growing up. Basketball was my forte. And I actually have a friend that is one of the, like she was, I don't know if she is now, but she was one of the basketballers and she's also a roller for the Paralympics. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's absolutely incredible what they can do. And if if anything, I think they should be in the normal Olympics going against absolutely everyone else. Yeah. Because they're, they're capable of it 100% and I reckon you know, if not better. Well, that's, and that's a thing I, I, I think I, like, I think it's great the Paralympics exists and it's good for, you know, it to, to represent that sport can be played by anyone. However, yeah, is it is it weird that we separate people at that point? Because you seem to be talking about disability more as a physical difference. What's your take on that? Yeah, so disability is not in my vocabulary. I don't believe in the word and I feel like it's just a label that people put on people that are a little bit different. So that is why I, classify myself as, you know, I've got a physical difference because it's something you can see. It's definitely not a disability whatsoever. Um, So if it were up to me, I would definitely merge the two Olympics together because Mm. I think both parties are capable of competing against one another. And I think each parties would definitely give the other a run for their money, 100%. And I think if ever there was that, they were all included together, um, I think that is something that would be absolutely mind-blowing um, to watch, to witness, to be a part of. It would be incredible. Yeah, well, there you go. That might be the future. Sky Blue, you never know. <laughs> um, it is so good to have you on the show, Sky Blue, and just to share uh, your positive attitude but also help us all better think about those around us, no matter what the differences might be, uh, and have those conversations and uh, and treat each other with respect. So thanks to Sky Blue for hanging out on Hope Breakfast. Appreciate it. No, thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening. Start your day with life words. Subscribe to Hope 1032's free daily email devotional at hope1032.com.au.